Guys, what the hell? Holiday season in full effect, and I'm feeling it. Okay, and to be fair to our listeners here, uh, we are in the middle of a marathon recording session, so we have just, this is our third episode of the night, and so even though this is a short album, I do need a beverage. Super short album. Yep. Well, short album episode. Yes. Hey, guys, okay. Now that you're going to tell everybody what we're doing, I'm going to go get a beer. Hang on. Okay. Sounds good. Wow, you're making making it super difficult. That's kind of what he does. That's on brand. (laughs) I've got a little bottle here of the 19 Crimes Uprising. It is red wine that has been aged 30 days in rum barrels. Interesting. Yeah. Is it like a screw top, like aluminum bottle thing? Yep. Interesting. 15%. Nice. Good way to have, good way to end the night. Yeah, yeah. Just escalate the alcohol profile as you go on on a m- <laughs> or oh, no, excuse me, a whatever day this might be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I might bleep that. <laughs> I haven't had a good b- in a while. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> right. That, right. That's excellent. Oh, this cork is being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. What do you got there, Rick? Chug the rest of that pancake sour and tell us what's in your next bottle. <laughs> okay. So fucking pancake. Now that sour. I drank that that beer, that weird beer you made me drink, I'm drinking <laughs> the Drecker Fest Eight funnel cake. It's got strawberry, raspberry, funnel cake, and vanilla bean in it. You, you sound like that uh, Saturday Night Live character. It's got everything. Yeah. Was it uh, some... Stefan? It was Stefan, Stephon, right? Yeah, that's the one John Mulaney wrote for him. And he'd always, cha- yeah, yeah, yeah. he'd always change the things at the last minute. The hottest thing in New York right now is Quark. <laughs> <laughs> it's where you hide under a bridge at two in the morning and a troll comes along and kicks you in the nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. This beer is difficult. Anyway, I have from New Belgium Brewing um, the Wood Cellar Reserve Oscar. Uh, it's a dark sour ale aged in blackberry whiskey barrels. And eventually I'll be able to. Spoiler alert, it's going to have a, uh, a little bit of a taste to it. A little bit of a wang to it. <laughs> and no black. Rick. No uh, blackberry to Rick, it. Rick, you missed it. Mine is a red wine aged in rum barrels. Who's on that one? Well, my son thinks that it's uh, what's Jason Siegel, but uh, okay. <laughs> it's not. No. Who is it? I don't know. doesn't say. Because that 19 Crimes also, sometimes they have Snoop Dogg on it. He has his own wine there. Okay. And I think maybe Martha Stewart has one too. Yeah. You know that beer I had with the, um, uh, the pancakes or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's from Sweden. Hmm. From Stockholm. So not Portland. If you want to go to the brewery, it's 4,690.3 miles away. <laughs> you know what the coolest thing about this beer is? Uh, the huh. cork just ripped off the top, so now I can't <laughs> even get to it. I like the cork ripped off the top. You're gonna, I mean, I, do you have, a, no, do you have a drill or a screwdriver? Just screw that in and stick a straw down there. I mean, I or have just, a corkscrew. Just I have to get up and leave and go get just, it. Just pop the cork into the bottle. Push it in. You guys, we are push that shit. In, push that shit in. We are already like minutes deep into what's supposed to be a short podcast. Oh, it's it's real tough. Um, it's like super okay. tight trying to push it in. I want to tell you, 
that this was an interesting idea, I thought, for an album for Bill. Um, we have gone kind of everywhere with this a little bit. You know, we did some, we're trying to do, you know, popular albums, real uh, Miller Rose stuff, but this seems well, like, yeah, like top 100 of all albums ever, right? We, we know he like hates like the Beatles or whatever, but like, true story. There's no way he likes Metallica, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we had to get in and well, see what happens. Yeah, here. Bill does not seem like a metalhead. It's not, we're not, tr- Metallica just isn't even something I like, wouldn't even be able to like con- conceptually go, oh, I know what kind of music you're talking about. We're not mm. trying to, um, we're not trying to harm you in any way, Bill, with any of this music. <laughs> we're just giving you a good background, right? Okay. Um, and so I think I maybe teased this. Did we, I said this to you at one point. I don't know if we teased it on the podcast or not, but, People that are Metallica fans, there's two schools of thought on this album. It's Metallica's last good album or first bad album. Okay. <laughs> so, which is kind of a funny distinction. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, I, and when I say first bad album, I mean because the rest are all bad, including this one after this one. So, like, whether people are divided on this album, but they hate everything they've ever done since, universally. It's, Okay, you know, yeah, but the thing about Metallica albums um, after this, there there was some there was some pushback on a couple things. We, we don't have to get super deep into it, but I think that a lot of their albums in recent times, when you first hear them, you're like, "What is this?" But then they grow on you. Well, let me ask you this, Rick. <clears throat> yes, is their earlier stuff better? <laughs> I I like Metallica. Um, throughout their their stuff after this isn't I like I pick out singles on stuff. Um, they had a different bass player that died. Yeah, Bill. His name is Cliff Burton. Okay, and he was kind of a big deal in the band, and some stuff changed after that. I do like their older stuff also because it's a little bit darker and a little. They were younger, and it was more fun and. The production on this one's a little, it's a little clean. This one's a little too clean for me mm. for what I'm looking for. But, you know, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of being like, I only like their old stuff. Well, in general, I like clean better than dirty. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's different when you're talking about thrash. That's what this music is, well, thrash metal. let's enter into it. Okay. See what I did there? As the Sandman would do. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard this song before? Uh, I did recognize this song, yes. Okay, good. It feels like it's probably played in some movies I've seen. Yeah, or just like the earth you live on. I like it. I like this song. You like it? Okay. I do. Yeah, Yeah. it's a good song. It, It has a good sound to it. I like, often, never, never, land. That's fun. 
Um, yeah, it it has it has it's getting it's pushing it's getting close to having a billion plays on Spotify. And I like that it starts off with that. Just yeah, like this song I recognize, but like starts off with like a real like up like up fast upbeat, like thumping good tempo. Yeah, yeah I, I actually really like this song. Um, I'm gonna go out on lemon here. Uh, did you have you seen the video for this song? No, the videos. <laughs> Videos where it's at. Okay. Anyway, I'll have to check that out. Bill, uh, have you ever seen a music video before? Uh, I've seen a couple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but have you seen a music video that doesn't have OK Go in it? Uh-huh. I've seen. I've seen those. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Good. I was just making sure. Yeah. Here it. Here it goes again. Uh, Sad but true. Track two. Um, this one was good. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty intense. Um, yeah. And so I kind of was at the place where I was like, oh, so I really liked enter Sandman. enter Sandman. I thought this one was, was good. Not as good, but good. I liked the sound of it, but I was like, ah, I don't know if I can handle, an hour of this straight, right? Like I hope <laughs> at some point there's like a ballad or an acoustic guitar for uh, an interlude or something, because I, I don't think I can take this all in one shot. And I, I listened to this album this morning on the way to work. What were you doing? Just driving? Just dr- I was sitting in traffic. <laughs> so you were like, a, you weren't like at the gym or something. No, no, I was. Cause you, cause that's a good use of yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I was I you was know. in traffic. Okay. Hey, guess what, you guys? <laughs> what? I finally pushed the cork in on that bottle. Nice. That that beer, the corky Romano. Yes. Track three. Holier than now. So we we picked up the intensity with this one. <laughs> yeah. Um but what I like so far is that I can still even with all of the like distortion Ooh. and noise I'm still getting some lyrics like I'm still able to understand what they're singing, you know? Mm. Um at least in parts and I also like that they seem to be trying to say something like they're not just like, I don't know. I don't know. It it feel, it, it doesn't feel like it's not just pure anger. It's like actually a message. Right. It's not just anger and rage and it's not, you're like, they're not love songs. So, you know, Mm -hmm. at least it's different. I like my music to be something that like is saying something or makes me think about something or makes me feel something. Check out shit. I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, 
man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. Oh, this beer right. is really good. Yeah. So let's move on to Unforgiven. The Unforgiven. Uh, lo- side two of the vinyl, just yeah. so you know already. Those first three songs are side How one. How many discs um, are there? It's two. Yeah. Two records. Um, long-term listeners will recognize this from an intro Yeah, that was what I was hoping for. I wanted them to slow it down a little, have some acoustic guitars. If this might, I don't know if you'd call this a ballad, but no, right. but it's but it was a it was a change of pace and it gave me a little variety from just the like amped up higher and higher and higher on the first three. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, you're keeping my interest. You've got me engaged. I like this one. And yeah, we listened to this when we watched The Unforgiven, right? Yep. And if you well, if yeah. if you wanted to, you could like listen to Unforgiven, Unforgiven Two, and Unforgiven Three all in a row. <laughs> they write this song a lot. <laughs> yeah, but okay, uh, you know, but you, we do know in a little while we do have a ballad to look forward to, and that's going to be. But fun. I did not know that at this time. You did not. No. But then you're you were blown away. I bet we'll talk now, about it. It's it's time to go wherever I may roam. Okay. I remember really liking this one because it had kind of a mix of that like slower bit of the Unforgiven. It has that cool guitar solo that we just got into yeah. right there. And I also found myself like listening to the story on this one. Like it was really cool. Like it really draws you in lyrically. Well, yeah. And it's got a driving beat. It's like, it's one of those songs you want to drive. You want to be, take a road trip to, right? You want to like just, Pound some miles out. Yeah, and, and maybe that's when I was like, I was like, okay, I'm getting off the freeway and taking the back roads. Yeah, wherever <laughs> I may roam. Yeah. Fuck this traffic. Yeah. 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 You know, you know, the thing about Metallica that's interesting is this album came out in 1991. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's gotta be what they're I mean, it's pretty deep in five, six albums in. Mm-hmm. Like, this band was you talk about well, I was talking about Prince one of these last times we listened to the episode and that was from 1984, right? Right. Yeah. Metallica yeah. also had an album out in 1984 and it's, it's not exactly the same. It sounds like this though. Where did they get this from? <laughs> Where did Metallica decide mm-hmm. this is the kind of music we're going to play? Yeah. Cause nobody was doing this. Prince, Prince was like, his kind of music was way more, you know, run of the mill compared to Metallica. Right, yeah, this is not pop for 1991. Mm. No, this is hardcore. This yeah. this this, this should have cost. Yeah. This kind of music in even in 91. I mean, this is like 
Nirvana's out, but Metallica is still mm-hmm. doing this, which is mm-hmm. crazy because. But then you've got Guns N' Roses too, doing like uh, a poppier metal rock, whatever yeah, you want to call but, it. But all those, all those eighties bands, all the eighties, like hair yeah. metal guys are yeah, gone. Poison Molly crew. Yeah. They're dying. Yeah. Done. You know, anyway. All right. Well, so track six, uh, don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. This song's surprising to me. I don't remember this song <laughs> from back then. Yeah. Th- this is there's some political stuff in here that I didn't think Metallica got into. Yeah. I think they were trying to get their feet wet a couple different times. I like this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. You know, I it's mean, good. It's, it's yeah, and, and especially yeah. after Unforgiven and Where I May Rope, then it has that like, you know, it's got this new like like that yeah. which which brings out this like marching right because it's this military yeah, it's thing and this militaristic very abrupt like marching yeah exactly um, like i can, I can see some guys like in the marines or in the army getting down to this before they go out on patrol right <laughs> yeah well wait you know you were asking a, me asking me earlier wait till we put a pantera album right vulgar <laughs> display of power yeah you were asking me um earlier if i thought you know their old stuff is better this this is a hard one for me because this was the first Metallica I was exposed to because I was 11 years old. Like I wasn't listening to Ride the Lightning when right. I was seven. Yeah, right. You know? but, yeah. <laughs> but I heard this when it was like out and new. I mean, this was a big deal. Well, and this was on Beavis and Butthead, right? I mean, that's, we've yeah. talked about this being a big cultural touchstone on Beavis and Butthead. It's like you were watching MTV for the cartoons and they were playing stuff like this. Mm. Right. Yeah, I missed out on All right, in my head. Uh, you sure did. We should yeah. probably just do a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Season three. <laughs> Bill is the butthead. Uh, he's the, he's definitely the steward. We are now yeah. halfway <laughs> through this. <laughs> we are halfway through this album. Uh, yep. Through the Never, track seven. pretty straightforward metal song this reminded me this like took me back when i'm listening to this this morning on my drive i was instantly transported back to being i can't wait for this (laughs) to being like 21 (laughs) and playing rock uh guitar hero right yeah like like just like there was this time it was right before i got married and my brother and i would like smoke hookah and play yeah. play guitar <laughs> see smoke strawberry hookah and play guitar yep. hero yep and it was yep. just like 
it might have been the last time that like it was just like just work and get through the day so I can go home and play and, and let loose and have some fun, you know, and no other <laughs> worries in my life, you know. And nostalgia um, is real. I uh yeah, yeah, just just the guitar riff in this just really like I was like, oh, that'd be fun to play on the guitar. Yeah. I wish I could play the guitar, but I could play. Yeah, Kirk Hammett. I could play the guitar on a video game. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk Hammett is a beast. Like, is that who he, is that who plays the guitar from Metallica? He's well, he's the like lead guitar. He's the guy that with all the solos. Okay, yeah. yeah. And his man, his riffs and his solos are just like they're so out of good, all so the time. good. They're, yeah, yeah. They're he's it's crazy. Like, well, and you have that super dry drum sound in this yeah. where it's just like crisp and isolated and then Lars is just destroying the drums with his anger and people have but what's a, people have opinions I, about Lars like but. obviously I don't know much about anything related to music or anything but uh <laughs> I don't know what a good drummer is or what makes like a drummer great but I like in this album the variety of beats that mm, are, yeah, even yeah. though it's all fast paced music, like the drumming is so it's not just that like boom, cat, boom, cat, boom, cat that, yeah. you know, you get so often. Well, and what I like about Lars, especially on this album, oh, wait, wait, is this, <laughs> this is what my brother, this is a joke from my brother this summer. It won't be funny because I've already ruined it, but cool. Hey Rick. Yeah. Do you like boots and cats? <laughs> no. No? How about this? Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. <laughs> he, You're right. It wasn't funny. He's better he's yeah. better with the drumming thing. Like, boots um, and cats and boots and cats. There you go. That that would be better. Yeah. Um uh <laughs> what I like about Lars uh-huh. is the same thing. My favorite drummers, same thing. I don't know. I, I mean, okay, I can hear, like, a technical drummer. Like, I can hear Neil, Neil Pert and be like, oh, that's crazy. Or, like, some of those guys in the math rock bands that are, like, off mm. time, but they're, well, they sound what, really cool. What's his but face from Avenged Sevenfold? Yeah, or the guy from, the drummer from Botch. Yeah. Great drummer. Um, friend of mine, sorry. No, name drop. Um, <laughs> the, Did you just say you name dropped when what you said was <laughs> the guy from Botch? <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, but my favorite drummers are guys that are destroying the drums. Dave, mm. I like Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl yeah. hits the drums like he's wants to break them, and that's what Lars is doing here too. Well, like, yeah, and I think is he, I think the okay, hang on, hang on. He's <laughs> okay. from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nope. Ah, um, Dave Grohl. <sighs> He, he covered Darling Nikki. That was that Prince song we listened to, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's from mm, I don't know. Okay, I'm not. Uh Have you heard uh, of a little band called the Foo Fighters? Yeah. Is that Okay, so he's from them. Well, he's also from Nirvana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I mean, you know, two kind of popular bands. <laughs> Okay, got it. Dave Grohl played the drums for Nirvana and then played guitar and drums and all sorts of things for the Foo Fighters. Basically started the Foo Fighters on his own. Okay. All right, so let's move on. He's kind of a big deal. Nothing else Um, matters. Yep. Yeah. Trust I see and I find in you. 
Okay, Killer when song. this album started, Killer song. and then you got five songs in and you were like, I need this to like give me a break. Did you think you were going to get a song that you could play at a wedding and people might cry during? Oh my gosh, <laughs> this song is the best. I know, it's right? So, it's so good. good. Like, now, but you I never had, saw it coming. I had heard right? this song before. Sure. I had no idea it was by Metallica. Uh-huh. I thought it was by one of those other like... If if you'd asked me, well, I'll wait till Ryan swallows so he doesn't ruin his computer equipment. Like, <laughs> if you played this song and asked me to guess who it was by, I probably would have guessed something like Stained or Hinder or <laughs> something like that. Some, like, kind of 90s pop guitar band. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. I, yeah <laughs> I'm not, not, not going to talk. But, <laughs> funny, just, but I... That that isn't me saying I don't like this or that I think because I'm not saying I don't like any of those either. Yeah, no, no, uh, we don't get that. This it's, song, it's, uh, this this is the best song on this album. It's really it's, good. It's such a different vibe, right? Than the rest of the but album, it's right? but it's exactly what this album needs in the in the second half, right? But the thing is, I think is most amazing about it too is. It's re- it would be real easy for them to try and write this ballad here mm-hmm. and have it be real cheesy and Brian Adams right and not good right right you'd be like what are you guys talking have about it be all Sinead O'Connor right <laughs> the song yeah the songwriting is it is so good yeah for a, yeah for a, for a, for a thrash metal band it sure is different than most right right yeah. right it's it's really good lyrics it's really good melody and it's still great guitar well and this is kind of where those original like ride the lightning fans are starting to question whether they like this band right where it's like well they're they're uh, doing this soft stuff and i don't know uh i don't know though because like my favorite songs from those like fade to black yeah is like it's fade to black feels like this too and that's like an amazing or even one like one is cool. One is like this for a while until it kicks into overdrive. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll, well, maybe I, we'll have I, to experiment my, with those at some point. My, my question to you, Rick, is I feel like now I listened to the remastered version the most recently. Uh-huh. Me too. But I feel like this sounds like they really put the screws on, uh, on the vocals on this. Like it's really like, not auto tune, but pre auto tune. You know, like it's not raw, like it's very smoothed out. And if that, if there was any criticism I had of this song, it would be that. Yeah, maybe. You know, the thing is, is all the shit you guys talk about me. <laughs> uh, yep. The people, the reason people hated this was because it got it was because they when they got real, real, real popular. Well, of course. And then it wasn't cool anymore, right? right. The people that were Metallica heads were like, oh, now they're on the radio. Yeah. And they're mad about it. So, yeah. Which I don't, that's not me. I don't care about people selling out as long as the quality is um, still there. Right. Well, uh, I'm okay. 
uh, like Kiss. Yeah, we sold out every night on tour. Yeah, fine. <laughs> but like, I when you, I feel like selling out is someone who takes the money and changes their style. Mm. Speaking of stained, I saw those guys in concert a bunch of times when I was young because they would open for bands. Mm-hmm. They were like a like a kind of a heavy metal band. And then they had that one song come out, that outside. Mm-hmm. And then they started singing every song like that. And then he became a crazy Republican. And then it was all over from there. And it's like okay. he took the money and ran. Yeah. But yeah. go ahead. If I learned anything from going to the Bleachers concert this summer, it was don't take the money. <laughs> okay. Track nine. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it, but we'll find out later. Of Wolf and Men. This song is lyrically my favorite song on the album. Hmm. Wow. I really, and I could, I could follow this song and listen to it. And it's not, I mean, you're just coming off of nothing else matters. So nothing's going right. to, nothing's going to be as good. So it, but it, but it was a good, it, uh, it gets you back on the train, back on the adrenaline Right. Mm-hmm. It's a very stomping beat. Right. And then it's talking about all this like primalness of life. And he keeps talking about it of life. Like that's life. That's life. That's life. And then he's like, and I'm talking about the life of wolf and man. Right. And just like comparing mm-hmm. yeah. all of these primal instincts that, that beast and man share. Like I, man, I just really like this one. I guess like this whole album had been good and nothing else matters had just like got me to place where like, I think I might like Metallica, you know? <laughs> and then this song comes through and I'm just like, yeah, I really agree <laughs> with what you're saying here. Like, let's go. You're, you're buying so, in. Let's all, go. All of these songs are written by Metallica. Like, um, it's James a group Hatfield, effort. Yeah. James Hatfield, well, James Hetfield is on every song as writing. And then Lars, Kurt is in some, Kirk. Did I say Kurt? I don't know what I said. Um, mm. Which is kind of crazy. I mean, there's no covers. There's no, not even any help. Every, someone from this band was on every song. Mm. So, let's head on to The God That Failed. Let's do it. Got a good like yeah rhythm to it like this one's it fine. pulses along yeah they can't they can't all be number ones yeah I, I I didn't really identify with it like the the song is good but the I don't know it just did come together as well yeah yeah but it's it's decent what do you, do you think Rick yeah it's fine it's not my favorite right. song on the album right. um yeah. it's it's good it's a little it's a little sound alike mm-hmm. yeah I I think they could have done a little more I, with that I one. feel like with this song being 12 song, this album having 12 songs and being over an hour long, this is probably one you could have cut. Perhaps. Yeah. Every song is over four minutes and most of them are over five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, uh, but it was fine. I didn't like, it didn't piss me off or anything. Right. Track 11, My Friend of Misery. 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 
Uh, so there's a good riff on this one. Yeah. I like that riff. Um, I don't know if the rest of the song lives up to the riff. I like the intro, and then I like, yeah, this this is a showcase of some cool guitar stuff, but the song is really long, and it does, mm-hmm. you, you, you're, I'm kind of numb to it by this point. I'm just kind of like, oh, that's cool guitar, but I, I, my mind's wandering, and I'm thinking about other things. And for the final track on the album, The Struggle Within. Yeah, so this one, like, it's good. It's it's a good end, I think. It's kind of like throwing it back at people, and it's just got that that sound that they've kind of mastered throughout this whole album. Right. It I feels like, like a I, little I like bit of a throwback to, to a little bit older Metallica from whatever we've seen on this album that's a little bit more like, this is 80s Metallica. This is what you remember. Okay. I like the, I like the speed. Yeah. On this yeah. one, yeah, it's a but. it's a speed thrash song for sure. Yeah, it's it's a good one to go out on, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, we're running out of time for tonight, so let's get to the clamometer. Do we need to make a musical clamometer drop? It's like do 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 do. I can't believe you don't listen to Deedly and the Bling Blongs. We should listen to their album next. Deedly and the Bling Deedly and the Bling Blongs. Yeah. Hey Ryan, we both just said Deedly and the Bling Blongs. I was gonna say clamometer, but I said Deedly and the Bling Blongs. Just a bunch of shit cut together. Yeah. Why does this sound like Tom Tom drums? (laughs) (laughs) It's all distortion and noise. How am I supposed to listen to it? It's funny this because this album was a lot of distortion and noise, but it sounds like you kind of liked it. I loved Metallica's Black Album, guys. Like cover (laughs) to cover, it was awesome. Well, just so you know, Pitchfork gave it a seven point seven. Pitchfork can suck it. Um, I'm going to say this is the best album we've listened to yet. Really? Wow. Jeez. Wow. I, 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 you know what? I, I thought this was going to go one way or the other. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I right? can see that. Yeah. But. And ah, so I'm going to give this album a 90. Woo. Wow. Jeez. Well, I think we need so to you, feed Bill some more metal. I would, I so would you, listen to this album one through 12 again. More than once, just for fun. Nice. Do it at the gym sometime. And just so you know, in 2024, I have a pair of tickets to see them two nights in a row. (laughs) Nice. If you want to come come tag along, they put on one of the best shows you've ever seen. So, wait, this is in the round at Lumen, right? Yeah, yep. How many people are going to be there? Like 60,000? Yeah, it's crazy. And and because the floor's all open, it's going to be nuts. Yeah. Yeah. But it's super, they're so good. I go. And they and they kick ass the whole time. Like they're like a metal jam band. Their songs last a long time. And they're solos and they sound great. Awesome. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them three or four times. They're super fun. But I guess that's all. Yeah. See you guys next time. All right. Bye. 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 Metalhead. I think that about wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you listening. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please email us 
at miseducationofbill at gmail.com. Make sure that you subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. A special thanks to White Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify at woatw.com. Guys, we'll see you next week. Why? I just clicked on Ride the Lightning Deluxe Remastered, and it says it's 63 songs, 5 hours and 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Get get after it. Listen to Ride the Lightning. That's a good album. Hey, weird. Bill's a metalhead. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. 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 Yeah.
the drink Cause we're 